0: Hello, oh, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. My guest today is the founder of the Real Housewives Institute, Vultures. Brian Moylan is here. Hi, Brian. Hi,
1: thank you. I would like to... Use used my correct title, which is founder oh. and president oh, so of I'm... the Real Housewives Institute. How could I whiff that? But I am here today to let you know that we have appointed you vice president of custodial services <gasps> for the Real Housewives Institute.
0: Oh, my dream in life. My dream in life. You, I, The funniest thing about my obsession with the Housewives is how I hone in on the literal messes they make.
1: Oh, my God. There yes. are...
0: There, I have uh, first of all, Brian, I have a spreadsheet of the messes they've made that I've cataloged <laughs> over the years because you never know when you're going to need that in this line no. of work. No, um, the the worst mess I've seen, and it's a it's Housewives adjacent. Okay, um, but the one that like makes me wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night was the red velvet cake fight on the yacht on Shaw's of Sunset.
1: Oh my god, yes. That
0: traumatized me to my core.
1: I mean, how are you gonna have a cake fight on a yacht? A
0: red velvet. That I, know. I mean, red food coloring is so deadly. Um, and actually, not that far off from what we are gonna be talking about today, Brian, because of course I have you here, and so I have to talk about wine. Because Yay. one of the things that our beloved housewives love to do to each other is throw, throw wine. wine.
1: Has anyone ever thrown red wine?
0: I that's a good question. I don't think I don't recall seeing a specific red wine. I think it's usually Pinot Grigio because that's right. just what they
1: all drink. Well, and like the. the... But
0: definitely on Summer House, there's been rosé thrown.
1: Yes. And is rosé. And cake. And cake. Summer that's House kids are really, cake. really
0: champions.
1: They were throwing cake on Jersey this year, too. That's
0: right. What's What?
1: I don't know. I have never thrown They're a cake. are leveling up. In my life. I once threw a plate that I was eating cake off of <laughs> but i've never thought i'm like if cake is going one place it's in my mouth yes. like that's it. yeah
0: um uh, but yeah i actually i hadn't i hadn't honed in on that but you're right they've really they're leveling up on their throwing things they've done a lot of cakes there's cake on jersey cake on shaw's cake on and summer, summer house. house yeah i don't think that they know what cake is in beverly hills no they sure cake don't gate on oc with Heather Dubois. Oh, that's beau. right.
1: Someone who mm-hmm. ate the bow off her cake. Mm-hmm. I remember poor, that. The poor
0: people listening to this who don't watch Bravo or probably they like, they've, they've already tuned out. You guys, <laughs> I promise, we really are going to talk about red wine stains today. Um and and rosé cuz we're entering into summer, which means it's it's rosé ro- rosé and frose season. Okay. Um so we'll talk we'll we'll talk about that stuff too. before we do, though. I posed a question to Brian right before we started recording that he, I told him to wait to answer, which is probably for you a really tricky question. Which is your favorite Real Housewives franchise?
1: Well, people ask me this all the time, and I always say if Atlanta's on, then it's Atlanta, and if New York is on, it's New York. And they're usually like Atlanta and then New York. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's
0: a great answer, actually, because they, yeah, they do. Don't usually those two don't usually overlap.
1: Yeah, and they're they're good in different different but similar ways, mm-hmm. and that what none of them are married. None of them are married. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're <laughs> single. Like they fight like crazy, but they also kind of like each other and have fun together. And so it's not just like the sniping and the yelling like you get on like OC or New Jersey, where it's just what? like people that hate each other. Right. Like I or don't like know, in
0: so. OC, like OC and Beverly Hills, they're like coworkers. Yes. In Jersey, they're family. Yeah. And in New York and Atlanta, they actually are fr- – it yeah. feels like a real friend group. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so I enjoy that. But the first, like, two or three seasons of Real Houses of Beverly Hills were, like, the best ever. They were so dark. With, like, you stole my house and, like, <laughs> so Taylor's dark. husband killing himself. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah. So, so good.
0: I have um, – when we get into the, like – thick of the show i have a deep cut from beverly hills that i think is going to blow your mind that's related to the red wine stains okay um can i
1: ask you a question sure who is your favorite housewife
0: oh my god oh you can't put me on the spot like that i'm like i'm having a panic attack (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what if i get it wrong um oh my god i'm like i'm reeling through the franchises right now it's not it's not someone from Beverly Hills. It's not probably someone from OC. It's maybe you're gonna be mad at me for this. No, Although actually, it. you're not because you can you are you've compared me to her. I will forever and always have a soft spot for Teresa G. Dice. I don't know that she's my favorite, but like yes. Jer- Jersey is my core franchise, not because it's the best, but because. It was my first and I'm yeah. Italian and it's there's something really soothing to me about the dulcet tones of uh, screaming Italian women.
1: And when Jersey was good, it was so good. Yeah.
0: Oh, actually, you know what? Dina, Manzo. Dina who's Manzo. not on show. Yeah. And who I've met IRL and who is as lovely as lovely could be and like I lo- I'm ride or die for Dina. I love, love, love Dina. That's a good um, one. You guys, so I have to tell you, Brian and I go to the same gym. Yes. And I walked in one day. This was a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and I was like, in. I mean, you guys know, obviously, I wear makeup to the to the gym because I'm I'm Jolie, um, and I'm vain, and I wear makeup everywhere. Um, but like on that particular day, I was particularly made up. Like I I really was decked out, and I was wearing like a leopard print head scarf, and uh, and like and and you know probably probably some like pink shirt. And Brian just looks at me and he goes, I love that you come to the gym in a full face of makeup. It's very Teresa Giudice. And I was like, that's like the greatest compliment ever. I'm so glad. I was
1: just, like, after it came out of my mouth, I was like, ooh, is that but- a... She is a literal criminal.
0: <laughs> no, it was, it was really like... Okay, good. Yeah. Um, our gym
1: is so weird.
0: Our gym... I feel like actually maybe in the bonus episode we got to talk about okay. our gym. Because we- I, I, I don't know that anyone can like even get a feel for our gym, but, like, we might want to try... How
1: can you go to our gym as a clean person?
0: It's very difficult for me. (laughs) It's very difficult for me. I actually took um, the uh, bar pad from the Smith machine. Yep. I asked them if I could do this. I was like, can I take this home and wash it? And they were like, yeah. And I took it home and I washed it and I, like took a photo of the and like a video of the water, the filthy water draining out of it and brought it back. And I was like, that's what that looks like, by the way. So our gym is disgusting.
1: Um, I will save it for the bonus episode. because I have so many other things to say. Yeah.
0: Um, spe- <laughs> speaking of the bonus episodes, before we get into the main episode today, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers if you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask the Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to Patreon.com slash right, ask, ask the Clean Person. All right. We got to get into this. We got to ask the clean person. We got to ask the clean person because we got definitely a lot to cover today with wine. All right. So, Brian, I'm going to have you read the first question from Cecily.
1: Cecily asks, I spilled red wine on my green jeans. I put salt on it, but it didn't really do anything. I ran them through the wash. No dryer, though. And it lightened a little, but still very obvious. I don't have any white wine to try on the stain. Next steps. Why would you put white wine on a red wine stain? Oh, I'm going to tell you. Okay.
0: There's it's your, it's your housewife's deep cut, actually.
1: Okay. I'm ready.
0: Okay, great. So... um so, you guys, Cecily has been with me for a long time. And I know this one because I, I know her and recognize her Twitter handle. She tweeted this at me. Um, but I also, even if I didn't know all of that, I would know because she did the clean person things. She did the salt. She was like, I know that the white wine thing is a thing. Um, so, before I get into those two things, let me tell you what I told her to do because it worked. It worked. Okay. So let me answer the question first. Okay. Um, what I told her to do was to get um, some liquid laundry detergent and a toothbrush and basically put a tiny bit of the liquid laundry detergent on the toothbrush, like a toothpaste sized amount of the liquid laundry detergent. Yep. Get the toothbrush wet, get the stain wet, and just like gently scrub at the wine stain with the toothbrush and the detergent. And then flush that with cold water and just kind of keep repeating it. And that worked. Okay, good. that was it. Yeah, thanks. So, Cecily. in the in the case of of this, the reason that I think that that worked over the salts, um, which I'm going to talk about the whole salt thing and how to use salt for removing red wine stains, is um, what happens is when you have a red wine stain is a lot of times the removal method is very dependent on the fabric that you're trying to get it out of. So if you have a synthetic fabric, it's actually going to be easy, like a polyester. Right. It's going to be easier to get a red wine stain out than a natural fiber, like cotton, and denim is made of cotton, and it's heavy cotton. Yeah. So it's absorbing that stain, like, pretty quickly into the heavy cotton. So that was why the combination of the detergent plus the toothbrush to kind of, like, agitate and work the stain out was the thing that did the trick for her. Got it. So, that's basically it. Basically it. Um, let's talk about um, the white wine and why she was saying that. Because yeah, because I, know I was like, be- uh,
1: that doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> okay, I am actually going to read you the lead of something that I wrote for Racked in March of 2016. Okay. Um, entitled, Never Again Will You Panic in the Face of a Red Wine Spill. Okay. Uh, here is the lead. There's an episode in season three of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in which friend of the wives, Marissa Zanuck, attempts to remove a small red wine stain from her white Alaya dress using white wine. She explains that her mother-in-law had been at a party at Barbara Streisand's house, spilled some red wine, and Babs used white wine to take out the stain. Kyle Richards snottily observes, quote, I'm certainly not going to take laundry advice from Barbara Streisand.
1: <laughs> but I would take wine advice for Barbara Streisand. I sure
0: would. I continue. Here's the thing, Barbara Streisand is entirely right here, but also Barbara Streisand totally does seem like the type to know an odd little tidbit like that red white wine can be used to remove a red wine stain. More importantly, Kyle Richards needs to take several seats.
1: Yes. yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> for so many reasons. For so many
0: reasons. Yes. Um, so here is the thing. This is an old. Hostess trick. Um, And that's the reason that someone like Barbara Streisand would know this kind of thing. Right. Um, That when you have and it's not the ideal way to remove a red wine stain, but it is very handy to know about when you have one, because oftentimes if you have red wine, you also may have white wine around. (laughs) I mean, Cecily didn't in this case, but if you're at a bar or a party, uh, you know, there's probably going to be both there. Um, so what, what you do is you will put a little bit of white wine onto, um, a a rag or a cloth, like a a cocktail napkin, maybe not a paper one, a cloth one is better. If all you have is paper, that's fine too. And then you dab at the red wine stain using the white, white wine. I don't know what the science is behind why this works, but it does does. work. It does work. The one thing that you have to know about that, if you're going to use that, that's kind of, um, in the pinch, in a pinch kind of thing. Once you're back at home and you're in a place where, like, you can actually do this, you should flush that stain out with water and a little bit of detergent because you don't want the white wine sitting on it. Right. Because eventually over time, the white wine will oxidize and it will create a stain of its own. But in a pinch, white wine does really work to take red wine stains out of clothing, and you can also use that on upholstery.
1: So does that work for, like, cranberry juice or just, like, red wine?
0: I do I, you know that's a good question, and I don't know the answer to that. It okay. may work. We can experiment with it.
1: Sure, because I, you know, I'm thinking like if you're at a party and you spill something red on yourself, it's you know, yeah. it's going to be red wine or cranberry. Juice.
0: Well, and the reason that I actually think that it might work and, is because one of the products that we're going to talk about when we answer the next question is a product called Wine Away, which is a wine stain remover that's very, very good, and that also I have tested it. Um, that does work on cranberry stains got it um and so i'm sort of thinking of the science of it if red wine and cranberry juice are similar enough that wine away works on both of them it stands to reason that the same chemical reaction that's um making white wine work will also work on cranberry juice but i don't know that and so i'm going to experiment with that thank you that is a great question you're welcome that's what i'm here for excellent yes you are here for that um Let's also talk about the salt thing really quickly, okay? <laughs> because I also suspect that the reason that it didn't work was because of the nature of the fabric that the red wine got stuck on, or got got spilled, got stuck on, got spilled on, um, and not because it doesn't work. So here's what you do. This is another one of those like in, in a pinch kind of thing. It really kind of only works on fresh stains, but if you spill red wine, like say you spill like on the on a carpet. On a chair, on yourself, on a tablecloth, if you immediately grab for table salt and just pour, like, a huge mound of table salt on the spill, the salt acts as a desiccant, and it will pull the red wine up from the fabric.
1: Got it. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So um, so that's a great thing. Like, we actually, in my—when I was growing up in my house, my dad is a big red wine drinker, and so— that was like a thing that we did all the time. If he'd like, you know, spill a tiny little bit of <laughs> right. red wine on the carpet, my mom would just be like table salt. Like, um, so I, I grew up like seeing that work and it, and it really is a great thing. I think the thing is, is that it tends to work a little bit better on carpets because a lot of carpets are synthetic. Yes. It works, I think, less well, again, on natural fibers like cotton. So like, it's not as great for the tablecloth as it is for the carpet.
1: And you can't do it once it's dried. It doesn't
0: really, yeah, it doesn't yeah. really work. The one, what, what you can do, however, is you can use saline solution. So if you have, if you're a contact lens wearer and like you're traveling, um, and I talk about this a lot. I mean, you know, it's it's like a, it's a narrow group of people who this is going to be effective for, because you have to be a contact lens wearer to have saline on you, right? And then also you have to be like me, who I won't ever pack my saline solution. It's got to be my carry on, like in case my eyes get dry. Um, but if you've got it and you like. Spill a little red wine on yourself, like on an airplane. You can just grab the saline solution and kind of drop it out, and just use your fingers to massage it, and then it will take stains out.
1: Well, I know. I learned crazy. so many things. It's crazy. I it's certainly did not classic. remember that Marissa Zanic, Barbara Stride. That is a real deep house it's I've got. It's a
0: crazy deep
1: cut. I mean, I barely remember Marissa Zanic.
0: Right, but <laughs> like for whatever reason, it just well for whatever reason because I'm me.
1: Exactly. I was like,
0: ooh. They're talking my language, right?
1: Oh <laughs> like... my! All of my worlds are colliding.
0: I'm <laughs> so excited. All right, so let's talk. We'll talk through the sort of the like spate of options that you have when you have a red wine spell. So I'm going to have you read this question. It's a real short question from Emily, um, and we'll talk about sort of our other our other options.
1: Emily says, "Red wine on gray carpet, one tier emoji." The glass literally knocked itself over. Is that those, like
0: those glasses will do that? Is that
1: like when you hit a gravity pocket when you've been like drinking too much? You're like whoa!
0: It's funny how often I hear that uh, your wine glasses are just knocking themselves over. You right, guys. just like
1: maybe there was an opera singer nearby, like crash.
0: Um. Okay, so we already went through what I refer to as the Streisand method, which is the white wine, which I I also like that. You will never forget that in your life, Brian.
1: No, I never will. And I mean, I want to think of all the other things we could apply the Streisand method to (laughs) like bedazzling a microphone or (laughs) typing with especially long fingernails,
0: (laughs) which I have to say. So I, I go back and forth between fairly long nails and fairly short nails. And right now I'm in a, a fairly long nail stage uh, typing with very long fingernails is no joke. Like, it is a challenge. I basically, Have you tried? It takes me three tries to unlock my computer every morning <laughs> because I can't type my password in. <laughs> like-
1: Have you tried the Streisand method?
0: <laughs> I can't even do it. Like. She's so, like, trained. She's, like, a, a trained pianist with those fingers, like, the way that she holds them up. It's amazing. She's
1: amazing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. so sorry.
0: So, yeah. So, we went through the stray sand method also. Um, with And then and we talked about the t- how to use the table salt or saline solution. I want to talk about another really, really popular thing. This is, like, a lot of people think it doesn't work. A lot of people swear by it. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about both the method and kind of the science behind using club soda. Okay. So I think probably most people know that, like, you know, if you're out at a restaurant or you're at a cocktail party and you spill something, red wine or really anything, everyone's like, club soda. Um, and the way, the best way to use the club soda is the same way that I described using the white wine, which is you want to apply it to ideally a, a light colored cloth, like a white napkin is perfect. Mm-hmm. If all you have is paper, that's fine too. But the problem with paper obviously is that it disintegrates and right. like then you you end up with pulp all over the stain that you're trying to remove and, you know, it's a whole, a whole mess. Um, so... With the club soda, what you'll do is you pu- you'll put it on your light colored cloth and then you'll dab at the stain. You don't want to pour the club soda directly onto the stain. Same thing with white wine. Because what you're going to do if you pour liquid onto liquid is you're going to make the stain, stain bigger. spread. Yeah, yeah. You're going to flood it. So don't, pu- I mean, and I see people do this all the time. They're like club soda and they like dump it right on a carpet and it's like, no, <laughs> D- dab, dab, dab. Right. It's important to dab. Why didn't you ask me? <laughs> I'm the
1: clean person.
0: I'm right here. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so that basically the idea is that the, the the method is actually much more important than the thing. Now, here's the thing about the science of club soda. There's actually an article in Scientific American. Okay. Um, in which a scientist from MIT great use of his time i mean (laughs) the most important use of his time um answered the question of 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 why club soda works and actually even whether it works and there are two there are kind of two main theories about how and why it works one is that it's the carbonation Mm -hmm. and the other is that club soda unlike seltzer water has sodium in it which is salts which goes back to our table salt and saline solution thing um and so he kind of like broke down you know are these are these things true what's using, what's what's working what's not and that there's a, a like a low acidity in club soda and that may actually be part of what mm-hmm. um is doing the stain removal it may indeed be the carbonation but he thinks that's very unlikely um and the conclusion that he came to was that really what it is is that people use it immediately and it's the immediacy of treating the stain that's effective, not the actual club soda itself. And that you could use you could use flat water just as effectively as club soda.
1: Well, yeah. there you go. So, so you, you, you don't go. need to ask your waiter for club soda. Right. You
0: can just use your water. That really right. what it is is the time that you're getting to it straight away.
1: Okay. Yeah. And dab, don't pour.
0: Dab, don't pour. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Um now let's go back to the thing that I said sort of at the top of Cecily's question that if you try these things and it's not working, it's probably because you're trying to get the red wine out of a fabric that's just going to be a bit trickier to get red wine out of. So if you've got a synthetic, great. It will probably come right out. If you've got a natural fiber, it might be a little bit trickier. And you might need to level up on the things that you use. So here is the kind of like the level up of okay. the things that the things that you might Here's use. Here's
1: the progression exactly. of how to do it. Exactly. Okay.
0: Um, so, you know, you've, you've tried your Streisand method, you've tried your club soda, you've tried your salt, and those things haven't done it. The next thing would be to try either dish soap or liquid laundry detergent. So, again, the thing that worked for Cecily was the liquid laundry detergent plus agitation and flushing. Um,
1: and are liquid soap and laundry detergent similar? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, like, ideally liquid laundry detergent, but... If all you have is dish soap, use that. If all you have is hand soap, use that. If all you have is bar soap, use that. Like whatever whatever soap you've got that you can get to the fastest because, again, time is a big factor when we're talking got about it. red wine. Okay. Um, the better. So, So that's like another level up. And, you know, that sounds facile, but it's the combination of the soap plus the method. Yeah. of just providing some agitation. And if you don't have a, a toothbrush around that you can use, you can just rub the fabric against itself under cold running water and create that agitation. Um, the idea is you're just kind of like coaxing the product into the stain and working the stain out.
1: And then should you put that in the washing machine? Yeah, then okay. you'll wash. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so that's, that's that. Then um, the next level up, are going to be the what what I would call the specialty products. And the two specialty products I want to talk about are wine away and oxygen bleach so your, you know your Oxyclean, yep. your Clorox OxyMagic, those ones. But we also have another question to answer that has to do with those two products. And so right now, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about those two products. And then we'll do our last question, which is a, a, you know, it's a doozy of a question. And it's a real typical Jolie care question because it has to do with barf. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I never met a barf question I didn't love. Um, So Brian and I will be right back with more about your red wine disasters. This is Ask a Theme Person, the podcast. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care, and I'm joined by Brian Moylan. We've been talking about wine and Housewives, right? Should well, really go hand in hand,
1: exactly like um, barf and handbags.
0: <laughs> That's right, indeed. Have there been a lot of barf episodes on?
1: No, but Carol this season on the boat trip from Hell, which we have yet to see yet on Real Housewives of New York. Yes, um, supposedly she's like vomiting the whole time. But do do you watch Jersey Shore at all? Yes. Uh, did you, have you watched the New Jersey Shore?
0: I've watched some of it, but I'm behind.
1: Oh, well, there's one, and I was just thinking about this when you mentioned it, where a girl comes and she's kind of younger and she gets really, really wasted um, and she just like goes behind the couch and just like barfs. Like, oh, no. All behind the couch, like all on the wall on the oh. couch, like whatever. It was like one of the grossest things I've ever seen. And I oh. was like, what poor production person is going to have to clean up oh, God. that barf?
0: Oh, God. My, like, dream in life is to be a bartender on um, Watch What Happens. Okay. Um, and I feel like there would be so many, like, little weird cleaning opportunities if I ever got to do that. But I would be like, I would also tell Andy, like, maybe you should just hire me as, like, an on-set consultant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I mean, he wouldn't even need to hire you. He would just pay you and Access to Housewives.
0: Yes. That yes, this is true. This is true. Um, you know what? As you were telling that story about Jersey Shore, I I realized I can't think of any any like real big vomit ones from Housewives. Like, there's like Gia Giudice throwing up on Christmas morning, but that kind of doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm doing a rewatch of Southern Charm right now. Okay. With someone who's a, a newbie to Southern Charm. Yep. And we just watched the episode where. They go, the the boys go out to L.A. to stay with Whitney, Mm -hmm. and they wake up in the morning, and there's, like, a half-digested thrown-up meatball in the driveway.
1: Oh, my God. That's so gross. That's so gross. These
0: shows are so disgusting. It's amazing.
1: Um, Well, Ronnie keeps clogging the toilet, too, on Jersey Shore. I was going to
0: say, I have seen those scenes. I saw the, I think I got up to the point where Snooki has to go clean Ronnie's toilet. Yeah, Um, which
1: is... Which was a fantastic episode. That was Unselfish. really. <laughs> oh, this it was
0: a- really spectacular. They, they're the Jersey Shore kids are so special.
1: Oh my god, I love them. I could watch them. I actually have an honorary PhD in Jersey Shore studies.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that. It's true.
1: Yes, I was the keynote speaker at the Jersey Shores <laughs> Studies. Uh, at um, they did a conference at the University of Chicago <laughs> back in like 2012. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that's so beautiful! I yeah, it, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, they are they are really really special. I do love them. Uh, yeah, I mean it's like you know it's a little bit of that like it's an Italian thing that makes my, my my heart sing. And they're and
1: just like fun to watch. They
0: are fun to watch. Yeah, they really are. Um, it's amazing how how much being grown ups has not changed them.
1: Not at all. Like- Not even for a second. <laughs>
0: it's amazing to me. <laughs> no.
1: And, but I feel like Snooki's puke cleaning up skills, you know, like she probably didn't learn from having kids. Like she probably already knew how to clean up puke. I,
0: yeah. I bet that that's true. Right. Yeah.
1: And then it's like, oh, I have kids and now they're puking and I already know how to clean up. I already know how up. to do
0: this. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of puke. Yes. We have a question
1: oh wait don't did, we have to answer about wine away
0: I'm going to okay. when I answer this question I'm gonna talk about the other my two specialty products and a, and a whole bunch of stuff having to do with barf um, <laughs> this is a really good question too like okay the, you'll you'll feel this you'll feel this okay so, and it, and it's from Andy let's pretend it's from Andy, Andy Cohen. okay
1: this is definitely from Andy Cohen okay oh
0: it's not though because he's his wife
1: oh well, mm, well we'll pretend his wife is his dog. Um, my and, housewife. My housewife. <laughs> totally. uh, Andy says, hi, I created a quote unquote obstacle course of vomit on our hardwood floor, according to my wife, after drinking a considerable amount of red wine. That is gross. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it sat until the next morning, which is even grosser. <laughs> That's so gross. I managed to clean it all up, but the but the staining remains. At this point, we have tried Bona, salt, Clorox wipes, ditch detergent, some Murphy's oil soap and Nature's Miracle Hardwood Floor Cleaner, some baking soda and lemon juice, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. We have been using microfiber pads, and my extremely patient and lovely wife tried scrubbing the floor. Is there anything else we can do to remove the stain? Thanks in advance.
0: Yes. Yes. There are some other things you can try. I want to say, first of all, like good work on the stuff you did try, because yeah. those, those were all good and smart, and I'm sorry that they didn't work. Um, it also is very helpful for me to know what you already tried because it lets me like hone in on the thing. There are basically, there are two things you guys already know cause I spoiled it, but there are, there are two different things that I want you guys to try for this. Um, one of them is, and actually this is the first one I want you to try, um, which is an OxyClean solution or Clorox OxyMagic. Any, any one of the oxygenated bleaches is fine. OxyClean is just kind of the one that like we all right. go to cause of Billy Mays
1: and, infomercials right exactly
0: um and oxyclean like is legitimately great stuff even though it's kind of got that like as seen on tv reputation it is like legit and it's really really good stuff and the reason i want you guys to start with the oxyclean for this particular stain is that years ago a friend of mine actually the friend of mine who suggested that i start writing about cleaning in the first place um he before he suggested that i write about cleaning he um (laughs) emailed me one, like, Sunday morning, and he was, like, hypothetically speaking, asking for a friend. If someone were to have um, had too much red wine and gotten sick and some of the red wine vomit splattered on the wall next to the toilet, how would one get that off the wall? And I was, like, um, here are a couple of options that you can try. I was, like, do you have any Oxy- – is there any OxyClean? And he was, like, yes, there is. I was, like, okay – dissolves a like small scoop of oxyclean in hot water you want it with oxyclean this is actually like a weird thing about oxyclean in general you actually do want to dissolve it and use it in hot water because there's something about the hot water that activates whatever the like principal chemicals are in it that cold water doesn't activate interesting weird little fun fact yeah. I
1: never would have thought of that
0: yeah. Um so like if you're using it in laundry, what you can do is you can dissolve it in hot water first and then put it into the washing machine if you're washing on cold. And that will do the trick. But um when you're talking about using it for like household use, you do want to dissolve it in hot water. You want to use the hot water, not actually so much even for the activation portion of things, but because it will just dissolve better because of the powder. Um so what you'll do is you'll you'll dissolve um, you know, like a like a kind of like a half a scoop of oxy is probably actually it's probably more than you need, but like I don't know, I'm very loosey goosey with my like measurements and stuff on this show. I'm not super right. like, dictatorial would about it. Would too
1: much like t- would too much wouldn't be less effective though, right?
0: It wouldn't be less effective. It wouldn't be more effective. It would just be a waste of OxyClean. But that's also kind of why I'm just like a little loosey goosey about this kind of right. measurement stuff. Because, but, like, like it's not going to make a big difference if you use a little too much. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah. Like half half a scoop is fine. Dissolve it in hot water, and then just use like a rat, like a, an old washcloth is perfect for this job. Um, to scrub at the stain. Um, because that worked on the wall. I'm I'm pretty. I feel pretty certain. That it's going to work on the floor. The one thing you want to be careful of with your hardwood is you want to be mindful of your tools. And, that you know, Andy already said we're using microfiber, so that's great. You don't want to use, like, a scrubby sponge right. or, like, a scrub brush or anything because it can scratch the floor. Right.
1: Will the chemicals in the oxyclean hurt the floor?
0: No, because you're dissolving it.
1: Got it. Yeah. And okay. the
0: chemicals won't. It's it, what, what the potential problem would be is, like, if you didn't dissolve it, the powder might be too gritty. But, honestly, it wouldn't really be. But no, that's definitely safe for hardwood. The one thing is, after you've used it, you just want to wipe the floor dry because you don't want to leave hardwood sitting wet. Yeah. Um, So, but I think that that's really going to do it. The other thing that you can try, and this is the other product I want to talk about, is the wine away thing. Um, so wine away is it costs about seven dollars for um you know, like a medium sized bottle of it that will last you a lifetime. I mean,
1: unless you're spilling wine on the regs. Right. Which, which you need a solution other than wine away. Right.
0: <laughs> um it's really, really good stuff. That's the stuff that also has worked on um cranberry and I think it also works on pomegranate. Yeah, it does work on pomegranate too, which is another like pretty popular mixer that's super stainy. Yeah. Um, I kind of think like if you're a red wine drinker, spend the seven bucks and get a bottle of the wine away and just keep it in the house. Like yeah, Yeah. it's just Just a good idea. They also make travel size ones like that are like, like two ounce bottles, which like I think that's a great thing to throw in like a purse or like laptop bag if you're, you know, I mean You have to, you have to consider your, your lifestyle, but like if you're a business traveler and you're frequently drinking red wine on planes, on planes, like that's a good thing for you to have in your bag for sure. And it really, really, really does work. Like usually I don't love recommending kind of like super specialty, single use products, but like in this case, it really works. And also, I've discovered over, like, the years of doing this job that it also works on cranberry sauce, which makes it great at Thanksgiving time. Yep. Um, and it does work on pomegranate, which is great, because pomegranate is one of, like, the stainiest stains that ever stained. Yes. Um. So, really good to know about. And I think that, like, if for some reason the OxyClean didn't work on the floor, the Wine Away probably would. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, that's kind of what I think. But then, let's also go back sort of to our, like, not hardwood, we're talking about, you know, the grandma's good tablecloth that you knocked over a glass of red wine on Thanksgiving and now you're in the doghouse and you're going to be cut out of the will. Um, OxiClean soaking a, like a tablecloth or an item of clothing in oxyclean solution, you know, that you've dissolved in hot water. And if it's something that sh- if it's a garment or item that shouldn't go in hot water, you can add it to add this dissolved solution to cold water. Um, otherwise hot is ideal soaking something for an hour up to overnight prior to laundering it in oxyclean solution is going to be the the thing for you got it yeah so that's like that's your tablecloth instruction basically
1: yeah yeah for um, like, especially for like a big giant spill like if you spill the whole glass as opposed to like oh i got a little on my shirt
0: right yeah. exactly um and then i think like you know just given the time of year that we're at i think it's probably worthwhile to reiterate that this is also the same for rosé
1: because
0: rosé will stain similarly to red wine it it. It won't be as bad but i mean it's still a red hued wine yeah um so if you know you're out and about and you're drinking your rosé this summer and you spill on your white pants you want to like remember all of these instructions that we have um
1: because you will be at kyle richard's white party
0: that's (laughs) me you'll when you're drinking rosé drinking rose and eating fat burger
1: right and it's really why
0: awesome. the fat burger I, I mean know I know why because her son-in-law
1: yeah but. but I like a fat burger and I will say it worked because I was in LA once and I was starving I was looking for something to eat and I don't really know LA and I was like and then I saw a fat burger I was like well if it's good enough for Kyle Richards <laughs> it's
0: good enough for this boy. Right. so <laughs> I went fat? to
1: fat burger and I felt very white party
0: yeah did you and you liked it you liked the yeah, fat burger fine it was fine
1: I mean, it was no Shake Shack, but. Okay. All right. It was okay. It, it did the trick.
0: Fair enough. Um, one more thing. Wait a minute. There was a barf scene, and it was a Fat Burger barf. Brandy threw up Fat Burger at one of the white parties with Witchy Poo.
1: That sounds 100%. It tracks. I don't remember yeah. it, but yeah. yes. Now, Witchy Poo sense.
0: is one of my three f- least favorite housewives.
1: Really? Who are I, the other two?
0: She ruined that season so badly for me that I like c- literally cannot ever go back and rewatch any of those episodes and I'm a chronic rewatcher. Really? Yeah. I
1: never rewatch. Um I'm a
0: chronic rewatcher. Which is also part of the reason that I have this weird like catalog-y knowledge. right But I, I mean I understand you not rewatching because it's this is your job.
1: Right. Right? So, well, like- and it's like I spend all like I'm taking notes and I'm writing about it and spending a lot of time analyzing. Yeah. I'll rewatch um like you said, you're watching Southern Charm with your friend who hasn't seen it. Like if my boyfriend hasn't seen something, I'll rewatch it because then it's like fun to, you know, whatever. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm not just going to yeah rewatch.
0: I, I rewatch actually a lot because I have a I have a, I'm a bad sleeper. I have a lot of problems sleeping. And so at night I put on an episode yes. um, because it it makes my my brain stop talking to me if I have noise in the background. Yeah. Um, but I also know I'm going to fall asleep halfway through. So I don't want to be watching something new
1: i watch cartoons
0: oh that's smart because it's like i just like the dulcet tones of screaming women is like, i mean yeah it soothes me to sleep yeah right but now it's i'm like on the a same, big...
1: it's the same thing it's like i don't have to pay too much attention to this nothing bad is going to happen to like upset me i'm not like fully engaged and so it's I just pass right out.
0: what cartoons do you watch
1: um it depends um well what i'm watching right now is a series of unfortunate events on netflix okay which this is gonna sound like a diss, but it is actually a great thing. It puts me to sleep in like seconds. Love it. Like I it, like. I, I mean, it'll take me like two weeks to get through an hour long episode because it just like I pass like right out. But they did a, a new Voltron on Netflix that okay. was really good. Or like uh, they used to have Avatar: The Last Airbender on Amazon. I watch all those. Okay. Um. So, well, but, uh, anyway. Okay. But Housewives is a it's good nice. substitute. Yeah,
0: it is. Right now I'm on a kick I love I love a reunion. Um I'm obsessed with the. Re- I know and I know it's funny actually because I know you hate reunions. Or you hate re- recapping them. Yes. Which that I can understand because it's a different
1: thing. I think that the reunions for your purpose are great because you don't have to look at them. Like you can just sit just there and listen. close your eyes and listen and then like pass out.
0: That's exactly it. I love a reunion. And I've been on a big kick lately where I've been rewatching the Real Housewives of Dallas reunions. I
1: okay. love
0: Real Housewives of Dallas.
1: Um, Leanne Locken is a, a, a queen among queens. Yes. She is a, a gifted practitioner of the reality television arts and sciences. She sure
0: is. And yeah. you know who my my dark horse on that show who I like love actually more than any of the other ones is Cameron Westcott. Interesting. Interesting. Cameron. I think think people are going to be very surprised. I think I see something in her that not everyone has seen yet.
1: How do you feel about her? Now, since we're talking about red things, how do you feel about her pink dog food and would it stain? And what about, remember, it gave the dogs like red poop?
0: Yes, I do remember. And I was literally just going to say the thing I'm most fascinated by about the pink dog food is that it makes the dogs poo pink. Um, I think it's hilarious. I mean, I, I understand why everyone made fun of her, but I actually think it's, like, a genius idea, and um, I totally see the market for it. There yes. are women like Cameron who exist in Tons the world. Tons of them. And she is right that women do the buying of the dog food and, like...
1: And they will totally be like,
0: it's fake! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that it's, I think that it's genius, frankly. Um, it's Lisa compl- Vanderpump died com- a
1: dog pink.
0: Yes, exactly. Like, it's completely silly and frivolous, and, like... It doesn't it doesn't maybe get my like feminist stamp of approval, but I think it's a business idea. It's a genius. I was completely fascinated by the fact that the dogs were pooping. pink. You guys, just to be in fairness, they changed the formula because the dogs were, were pooping, pooping pink. pink. Um, but it definitely also that presents like an extra stain challenge because you're talking about not just removing. And actually, the last the ep- the episode I did right before this one with you, Brian, was about dog poop. So we literally were just talking about getting dog poop like out of rugs and stuff. So the problem is if you have the pink dog poop is that you have to remove the dog poop, but then you've also got a dye stain on your hands, which means you have to use the rubbing alcohol for the dye stain. Um, And I actually, I want to quickly like just loop back to that barf thing because I want to say one other thing about that potential stain. I do think the OxyClean is going to do it. But if the problem is that the stain is coming more from the vomit than from the red wine, You might need to use uh, one of your enzymatic cleaners because that's more of a protein stain than a tannin stain. Got it. Um, So the problem with red wine vomit is that it's a combination stain. It's tannin from the red wine and it's protein from the vomit. Vomit. Um, So it's just like it's just a question of sort of which which stain is more prevalent. In this particular mess. So I just want to mention my my enzymatic cleaners. Lo- Long time listeners know that when there's a protein stain, we go for our enzymes. What Marine is- actually had? Some, cause you, so they're the, like my my shortcut rule of thumb for remembering what is a protein stain is if it comes out of you, it's a protein stain. Right. Um and so, you know, obviously when Maureen is here we're talking a lot about things that come out of you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> given the nature of her work. Um and so she has all these like funny little like mnemonics for remembering like the en- enzyme has a z in it and so the product that I recommend is zout z o u t. Got it. Yeah, and then then you remember it because Jizz has Z's in it,
1: (laughs) and then (laughs)
0: and then and then and then.
1: Right. Oh, interesting. Have you done lube stains? Oh, I sure have. Okay, I
0: sure have. I did actually. I feel like I did lube stains somewhat recently. Um, I did it. I think in March when I did my bed making month. I think we did a bunch of lube stuff. Okay. Um, And we may have done it to my. My you'll love you'll appreciate this. My spring cleaning arc is called "Wash What Happens."
1: Amazing, and it's so
0: good, right? Um, and I think we might have. I I have a vague recollection that somehow lube came up in that. Because in my world, spring cleaning and lube go hand in hand. Naturally. I mean, and lube is lube is no joke. No, yeah, yeah. Well, and the and the trick that I tell people is like you know obviously like look, use the lube you like. That's the most important thing. But if it's, you know, six or one half dozen, go for the water-based lube because it's so much easier to get out than silicone. Like, silicone-based lube is, is the worst. Is It's it's up there. Probably one of my top three worst stains.
1: You can't even get it off your hands or, like, right. your doorknob after you, Right. you know, yeah. go to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, how no, are no. you going to get it out of your sheets? Yeah,
0: it's it's crazy. Like literally, carburetor treatment is how you get it out of your sheets.
1: That's insane.
0: Yes, I know it's crazy. This job is
1: nuts. This <laughs> job is insane. this
0: job is so so completely completely crazy. Um, that crazy note is actually a great time for us to end on. Do you believe how fast this went?
1: Oh my god, that was I mean I That's and like I that. learned like a ton, and I'm nice. a messy person.
0: I know. Well, I'm so you guys. Brian um is moving like in like three days you yeah. are for, thank you for doing this you are a saint you're in the middle of not only moving an international move and he come, came and took the time to be my guest on the show you you have long been one of the guests i really really wanted to have on this well, show i'm so happy to be here um, it was so fun and i'm so and i'm so happy um that you got to be here and i do hope that when you come back to visit stateside you'll come back because we should do a show to talk about how you're a messy person
1: oh my god my boyfriend would love it he's a clean person oh boy he think he thinks it's incredibly ironic that I'm here today
0: <laughs> you know what though you're the you're the perfect kind of guest because messy people have great questions for me and they're usually like, oh, I just like what you just said like oh I, I learned stuff you know yeah um, and the thing is I'm the expert I don't you know I don't need another clean person in here right running my show for me Hi, assholes <laughs> <laughs> um so this was great brian thank you so 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 much oh my for God, being thank you here for having me. um and thank you for my honorary title will you say it one more time
1: uh vice president of custodial services for the real housewives institute thank
0: you i'm so i'm tickled pink i'm gonna get business cards made up and everything <laughs> <laughs> and on that note that'll do it for this episode of ask a clean person the podcast If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast.